Hello, hello world. Welcome to TVL Podcast. I am your resident motivator and hope distiller, Jennifer Promise. I have created this space to share hope and some encouraging responses to life's shared setbacks and challenges. This is a podcast about extracting value from your mistakes and obstacles. Take the L is about owning your life lessons. Meet me here every Monday. XOXL. Your class is now in session. Step right in. Happy Monday, tribe. Let me warn you that it is quite possible that you will hear the hum of my background, my African gray parrot, or my dog. Let's continue. I visited the Grand Canyon about 16 years ago. My first impression was, this place is breathtaking. It was as if beholden a masterpiece by the greatest designer, God. A week ago, while looking through some keepsakes, I found pictures of this visit, and I began to relive the memories. I thought of how we all have been in desert places. By this I mean, we have been in situations which do not make sense to us. We just can't seem to see any beauty in our chaos, in our trials, in our setbacks, and even in our failures. Everything looks awfully ugly now, and the future looks a little dismal. Then sometimes we are given a new vantage point and things suddenly begin to look better. We begin to find beauty in obscure places. We begin to see the light at the end of our proverbial tunnel. It is in our desert places where we are pruned, refreshed, tested for the milk and the honey ahead. It is in the place, these places, we find God and ourselves. I know you might be thinking that you have never been to a desert or this message is not for you. This message is for you. In my own words, let me explain the desert place to you. A desert place is a place where you face your problems, whatever they are head on. It is a place where you find out your true limitations, who is with you for the long haul and who isn't. It can be a very lonely place where even well-meaning loved ones can't travel with you. A crisis or a decision will put you there. This crisis or a fork in the road will present you with a call to action. You will have to leave your comfort zone to take on this journey. You will meet your helpers. You will be given guidance and you will meet God. There will be hard truths about yourself and the world, but mostly about yourself that you need to swallow. It's a big pill. You will have to slay the giants which stand in your way, but you must watch out for the clues and the nudges along the way. 
there will be guideposts. And darkness, too, will listen to the voice within. Once you pass the test, you will exit your wilderness or desert place better than you went in. You will be the voice of God and you will share the love and the peace you have found with others. Many people have gone through desert places but haven't changed. Why is this so? The desert might have tried to strip them of things they didn't want to give up or part with. Things and people, mindsets. They were presented with a call to action. An invitation to step outside their comfort zones. Outside the friendly environments. Outside their nothing ever changedness of life. I know that's not a word, but that's exactly to my point. But these people refuse to give up their stuff. There was a rich man in the Bible. Somewhere in the Gospel according to Matthew chapter 19. And this rich man, he said to Jesus, How can I enter heaven? Or in other words, how can I obtain eternal life Jesus replied sell your stuff give it to the poor the rich man walked away extremely sad Jesus said to his followers it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter heaven. How is it possible for something as big as a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to walk into heaven? Friends, the camel is not fettered by the cares of life. It has no possessions or obsessions. It simply exists. A rich man is subject to the cares of his life and his possession. He knows no other way. Being unencumbered like the camel is how we get through the restrictions of our eye of the needle experiences or our tight spaces. The desert is an experience which shapes how we navigate through life going forward. But many people return to the way things were. There was a man called Lot in the Bible. He was some relative to Abraham. Abraham had received divine instructions to leave a city because it was about to be destroyed. This he shared with Lot. So this man, Lot, Abraham's relative, heeded the warning, but his wife looked back and became a pillar of salt. I've often drawn my, my own conclusion about what happened to this woman. 
and why she became a pillar of salt or in other words became frozen she didn't want to leave her stuff behind her way of life the way things were the unknown might have scared her so she became comatose by failure to move forward no one gladly welcomes suffering not you or i especially in the age we live in today people like their stuff their comfort quick fixes ponzi schemes to make quick money others love their toxic relationships they are struggle mates struggle buddies who wants to wait waiting is such a sacrifice our microwave society is opposed to the value of patience the value of long suffering friend some things come through the crucible of sacrifice i was going through my own desert place years ago when a friend told me this god will never take you low if he didn't have plans to bring you higher i needed these words on that day they made sense to me then and now it was at my lowest moment where i found my greatest life tools and where i purposed to learn from my experiences and became better sometimes my walk was very lonely sometimes i was misunderstood labeled laughed at for the decisions i knew was a part of my call to action my own personal call to change my divine push i've had to slay the giants of fear negative self narratives people pleasing unforgiveness bitterness loosen myself loosen myself from the grips of other people's opinion from malice from jealousy and from hate people had an opinion about me but i learned opinions weren't my business and today they still aren't my business my mother told me this one day she said same god at night same god at day we often think that we are left alone when we go through our dark nights of the soul our unpleasant experiences unpleasant valleys and we think that god is only there during the plenty during the prosperous times during the pleasant places of our lives god is there with us on the hilltop experiences the place where we are glorified the place where we have ease the place where things are easy but he is also there in the valleys too the places where we are brought to our knees by decisions we've made circumstances or sometimes involuntary things the desert places show us how powerless we are how we need help the mountain top shows that the valley is still below in the event we get too big headed or lofty when you 
re-emerge from your own desert place. I hope you do so with love and compassion for all. I hope you become for others what others weren't for you. Lately, I myself have been thinking and reassessing my life in light of the current state of the world. The global pandemic has been a desert place or a dry place experience for many. At the beginning of the pandemic, I was already dealing with life changes, but I made a commitment to myself to not rush my process and to give no one the power to rush my process too. No longer will I sprint my way through failures or beat myself up, up for failing to stick with a script. Matter of fact, whose script is it anyway? I have been thinking about how I want to re-emerge from this wilderness experience. I want to share with my tribe my house for remaining centered in the midst of chaos. I want to be transparent about my struggles, my inadequacies, my idiosyncrasies. I want you to feel my heart. I want to do all things with kindness. I want to cut myself some slack. I want to, at times, be still and do nothing. I also want to dig deep when it's necessary. What call to action are you currently experiencing in your own life? Is it a call to leave mindsets, beliefs, actions, or people who aren't bearing fruit? Is it a call to leave your physical environment? What have you discovered about yourself during this global pandemic that you didn't know about yourself before? How is your peace? Are you rooted and grounded? Is your peace solid as a rock or hanging on by a thread? Wherever you are, in your walk through life, please give yourself credit for trying to be better, for making small changes, for stepping outside of your comfort zone. Let's recap what we have learned today. Your desert place is an experience. Change rarely happens in Sunday morning environments. Change will sometimes require you to leave your couch potato mindset behind. You can't cruise control your way out of life's challenges. Growth will sometimes be a lonely undertaking. Sometimes your ship is too heavy and will require you to throw over some stuff. We like our stuff, but sometimes these things hinder us from taking flight, from venturing out into the unknown. No matter how ugly your life gets, you will be sent help. Temporary people will fall by the wayside, but your destiny relationships will become more grounded, more rooted. When you get to the mountaintop, don't forget the reason you were in the valley. 
do not return to the things which caused your valley experiences. Only a dog returns to its vomit. Ouch. Here is a poem I hope you will ponder. The Journey by Juniper Promise. You set a path before me, an untrodden path, a path where the eagles wheel, where the air is clear. You set a path before me where few have gone, a path for the strong, not for the vain of heart. But still, I question this journey, the frailty of my steps, the unknown. I want to return to what is kin to me, where all my possession is. The place of my comfort, the place of my youth. The wind whispers, those possessions are as filthy rags. Is that where you want to return to? The birds answered with a song that said goodbye. How could I be angry at the wind, even at the birds? I met a lonely sparrow, or so I thought, who said he was kept by God. God, you must have one lofty sense of humor, because I am parched and walking alone. Yet there you are, given a sparrow room and board. The breeze carried a whisper would said, be still. I am still. I've stopped for a while to catch my breath. Leave me alone. Give me back my things. I want back my stuff. Take me back to my land, the land of my youth. I opened my eyes and a brook appeared. God, was it you who opened this brook before me? There came no answer. Just an envelope in peace. I drank water until full, rested a while and continued on the journey ahead. Miles beyond the brook was a juniper tree for a needed rest. I dallied there until morning and was awakened by the sparrow I had met earlier. The sparrow gave me a penny and a caution. The sparrow said, do not give dogs what's holy. I then met a widow who said she was without. She wanted my only penny and told me a frightening tale. Given you will get, she said, after she had bosomed my treasure. I saw an apple tree raided of its fruit, all but two abandoned apples from a low-hanging branch. One was rotten, the other whole. I ate and continued on my path. I met a dove upon Ryzen, it had lodged on my shoulder all night. Where did you come from, silly dove? It uttered nothing but remained with me. The dove became my fellow sojourner on the path of truth and on my way to the light. I had no home, no rest, just hope of a life beyond. 
This is Juniper. Thank you for spending your time with me today. Be blessed. Now we have come to the end of this episode. I hope it added some perspective to your current reality. If it has, share with someone you think might need a nudge. Let's continue this conversation on Instagram at Juniper Promise. May hope become your friend. And until next time, XOXO. XO.